0: Okay guys, uh, welcome back to the primary languages network podcast. We took a little siesta. Uh, we aren't sure as to why. Um, but we think that it's of good value and we want to get our messages out to you as best as possible in different ways. We see you we see you doing using these podcasts when you're making your tea, uh, when you are driving to school in the future. Uh, put it on it's going to be no longer than 20 minutes per session and it's just an opportunity for you to digest some of the great things that we're doing in primary languages network over the next few weeks so i'm here today with Catherine. i'm will lloyd i'm here today with Catherine sims Catherine is the network coordinator Catherine, do you want to introduce yourself
1: yep hi everybody uh so we're just doing this podcast today so that really we can support you in thinking about going back to the classroom with full classes again and uh, really pleased to be to be doing this and to be able to give you some food for thought today and see if you can think of this across the course of this week, what you could do from now until the end of spring term with your classes. Definitely,
0: definitely, definitely. definitely. Okay, so what's first on the agenda, Catherine?
1: Yeah, so we've got an agenda today. Um, and so first thing we're going to think about is First of all, we need to think back, don't we? We need to think about what have you been doing uh, since January with your classes? Okay, you might have been using some of our lockdown support uh, resources. Uh, We had quite a lot available there for you to use as well as the YouTube channel, uh, the very successful and popular lockdown lessons. Uh, Will, do you want to tell us a little bit about what the lockdown lessons were?
0: Yes, of course. Yeah, so we decided to make them um, to support teachers uh, in delivering new new content from home. Uh, that was the main aim, really, and we wanted to make sure they could do it as easy as possible. So what we got is our specialist teachers that work for the company to record lessons um, in French and Spanish and German in line with the scheme of work. So Spring 1, uh, Animals... Um, um, at the markets, uh, different you know different topics that we're working on with the different year groups and they were a huge success they really were they had I mean it's, a, it's an ongoing count but we've had oh, you know 20,000 views on on all of our videos in total and we've had over 1300 hours of, of watch time and considering that these videos are only eight minutes long 10 minutes long it really shows that they've been used well um, and they've not just been clicked off so they've been a real success. Uh, amongst the network. Uh, So that's a little brief summary, Catherine.
1: Yeah, uh, and we've had some wonderful feedback from some of you saying that they've been really, really useful. We had them for French, Spanish and German. And the beauty of them was... Um, the children could continue to cover the topics that they would have had in school, but to do it from home and to continue to progress, which we, we want our children to do, and we want them to do it in a fun way, uh, both uh, for the children that were in school and for the children who were at home. So they were a fantastic way of doing that. Um, we had the circuit breakers as well, the great one-off lessons going back and revisiting something the children had done before. Uh, we had a great variety of resources, and the activity booklets for the screen-free activities and for any children who didn't have internet access so there was lots available for you to use so hopefully you've been able to make use of that and that's made the last few weeks since uh, since the Christmas holidays a little bit easier for you we really hope um, that that was really successful Uh, and we know that all schools are in different situations so you might have used the lockdown lessons you might have done live lessons with your classes and you might have used the scheme of work to help you to do that which is fine some of you might not have been able to send anything home or you might have sent it home and it might not have been accessed um we're just trying to cover all the different scenarios aren't we we're not here to say uh, what should and shouldn't have been done Uh, we're just trying to help you with your next steps really so your first thing i suppose is to think about what has been done and therefore you can think about how you're going to move forward. So if you have used the lockdown lessons, what you might want to do is uh, continue with um, lockdown lesson three for spring two, because we're having three lessons, aren't we, Will? Um, for spring two. Yeah. Um. So if you've been using them and you just want to use it as a transitional tool for when all the children are back together in the classroom, then that might be something that you could think of for your first lesson back if you've been following them, just continue and we'll be making. Uh, when are the lessons available until? Was it? Well, was it? When are we making the uh, lessons available? Until... To.
0: Apologies, we're going to be making them until um, the third. Well, the third week. The spring one will be getting removed at the end of this week. Uh, so what's that? The end of the weekend in? Oh, well, this. The the, fifth sixth, of March. Sixth, fifth, fifth of March. Yep. And then. Uh, Probably a couple of weeks after, not a definite date yet, but a couple of weeks after uh, we get back into school, we're going to be taking them down. Um, So that's the plan, Catherine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So that's the plan. So you might continue to use lockdown lessons. You might decide to pick up within the scheme of work wherever uh, you were up to uh, and continue to, to cover whatever topics and where you were up to and just pick that up within the scheme of work. That's absolutely fine. Uh, so yes. you you might have found yourself in a situation uh, where uh, not much has been done since January up until now, and that's also fine. You you could what you could do is you could have a look at Spring One and Spring Two and just pick out um, a few lessons there just to cover some of the content. So, um, for example, with your animals. Um, you could le- introduce the animal nouns. Uh, that was your stage one. In spring one, you could do animals, you could look at your singular and plural and do a bit of grammar there and you could do some opinions about I like, I don't like our favourite animals, for example. That's what you could do. Um, in your stage two, you might want to look, introduce the family members and the parts of the face and do it. spend a few lessons on that. In stage three, you might want to cover fruits and vegetables and do a little bit of a dialogue to do with the shopping at the market. Spend a few lessons on that. Uh, and you, uh, in the stage four, you might want to do something on sports and there's a great grammar lesson to do with the verb to play in there as well, which you might want to tick that one off. It's a very useful lesson. Um, and then maybe something to do with hobbies. So there's options there within um, the scheme of work so uh, what do you think about that well does that sound like
0: a plan yeah it, it does i think accepting that you're not going to be kids are probably the majority of kids aren't going to be making the progress they would do if they were in class mm-hmm. um and accepting that we've only got sort of spring two now summer one summer two um, you might want to spend spring to retaining some of the information that they'd learned before lockdown, um, and then continuing with the curriculum, because obviously it's really important to retain that information and kind of holding on to what we've got might be a good strategy. And then, like you're mentioning, selecting in from the schema work what you think is the most appropriate next step. So that's what, that's how I see it. That's how I'm hearing coordinators looking at it. It's kind of doing a bit of retention work and then progressing onwards. Maybe you could use a puzzle it out to check to see if there was any learning done in that if you did have if you did have um cl- classes using our lockdown lessons maybe doing a puzzle it out straight away to see if they've learned stuff and then holding on to all the positives hold on to all the positives that have been learned for sure that'd Absolutely. be my advice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, the, that's that's one approach you could take and that's going down the scheme of work option and that's trying to just maybe do a bit of a recap, a bit of retrieval and, um, and then continuing on. And then, you know, you, after the Easter, you could then think about where you're going to pick up uh, within the scheme of work after that. However, you might want a slightly different approach. You might want to, you know, really... Really celebrate languages, make your lessons a little bit different once the children come back. So we want to give you another option to think about, really, which is a more creative approach. And I think the beauty is that when your children do come back, if you've just got three or four lessons until uh, the holidays, you might just want to do some nice standalone lessons to really get the children back, get them settled back in and get them really enjoying their language learning again. Um, And so we really want to point out our seasonal specials and our cross-curricular. And we've got some fabulous resources, haven't we, Will? Um, really fabulous resources. Yes. In
0: there.
1: Absolutely,
0: you know? yeah. Go on. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. see, I, I, was, I was just completely agreeing. Yeah, absolutely. Agreeing, got, um, but do you want
1: to tell us a bit about what's in there? Press.
0: Yeah, of course, yeah, in terms of but what the most important things to say now about these folders are the amount of support that we've provided in them. So when you click onto the different individual half terms or subjects uh, to access the folders, you will see now there is a video from Janet talking you through how to use these resources best. Now this will be a video telling you what stage each of the le- the, the best resources are aimed towards or the age they're aimed towards and which is more and less appropriate. So it's fantastic amount of support that now for your cross-curricular and seasonal specials. Now you have got such a wealth of resources in there. Um, and my favorite subject in the cross-curricular is definitely history. There's lots of good stuff with the history that I, I, I've always been interested in. Cavemen, uh, there's dinosaurs in there, I think. There's Aztecs and Romans in there. There's so much stuff in the history uh, and geography. Uh, Catherine, how about yourself? What are your favourite is?
1: My favourite area on the VLE, and those of you that read my newsletter, you'll, you'll have heard me say it a bit over the last few weeks, is, uh, is definitely seasonal specials, my favourite area on the VLE. I love going in there, having a look at what's there, what is coming up. And Spring 2 is a fabulous half-term for events, uh, for calendar events. So you've got um, carnival. Um, you've got World Book Day just this week. We have got some fabulous updated resources for World Book Day. So go and take a look um, in there. Um, Mother's Day at the end of next week, your first week back in. That at the end of it, the weekend you've got Mother's Day, and we've got some beautiful resources. We we had some lovely ones, didn't we, Will? And and then we uh, we've updated them and made them a bit a bit more modern, haven't we? Um, but
0: there's some, yes. some lovely activities yeah, well. yeah. oh. You'll find a lot of our resources are getting a, a kind of a fresh new paint on them just because we're dating to. We have a, a, an improved video editor, and she is uh, she's definitely making the videos have a bit more shine to them with the same creative edge.
1: Absolutely, and um, after after we've had World Book Day and Mother's Day, just a few weeks later we've got Easter, we've got some wonderful Easter activities uh, in seasonal specials, there's some in the scheme of work, there's some in the lockdown support area, there's some activity sheets in there that are really great, one of my favourites is the Wacky Races for Stage 4. Um, and the children have a challenge and they've got a set amount of time to see how much information they can uh, remember or write Very down good. and they've got to Very enter good. the wacky race when they're ready and it's a, it's a fabulous one and it's in the activity booklet for stage four at the end uh, if you want to have a little look at that for your stage four learn is that that's fantastic. Um, so that's your seasonal specials but like you were saying Will cross-curricular and you mentioned history I've got two fabulous topics here that I just want to talk a little bit more about uh, just to show you how you can take a cross curriculus and a seasonal specials lesson and if you look at it carefully and at the content you could use it as a substitute for a lesson from the scheme of work for example Romans, Roman numerals when you're going back were you thinking of doing a lesson on numbers? Why not, instead of going into the scheme of work, why not do a lesson on Roman numerals and practice your numbers in a different way? Uh, So that's just one example. There's the days of the week and how they're linked to planets for uh, for French and for Spanish. The soldiers shield activities using animals and colours. So fabulous for your stage one learners and they can revisit the animals that they might have been doing and uh, go back to using colours as well. Uh, The Roman city revisits places in a town which a year four learners will have done if they're following the stage two. Um, And personal information as well, the Roman at the forum. So that's just showing you how a unit in cross-curricular can be used to address some of the learning you wanted to do or consolidate, but doing it with a different theme and a different approach. So hopefully that's giving you some ideas. In the Egyptians as well, I really like the mystical cats. Uh, which uses body parts and colours as adjectives, so that might be good for your Stage 2 learners or even your Stage 3 learners because there's a bit about the third person in there as well. Uh, so different ways of, you know, revisiting language, isn't it, Will? Um, what do you think? What Does that sound like some good food for thought there for our members?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, there's so many good options. It, it takes... In order to do that, it takes a little bit of um, you spending time looking at the different resources. So, you as a coordinator will need to sit through, click through the cross curricular resources, have a look, think of what fits in. But it's relatively self explanatory on how to use it. Um, we've got the hot topics at the top of both seasonal specials and cross curricular. There are most used resources. So, that could be a good place to start just to get yourself comfortable with how it all looks. Um, Yeah, but absolutely, it sounds great. Like the Roman numerals ones would definitely interest me if I was a primary school kid, that's for sure.
1: Definitely. So hopefully uh, we have given you a little bit of something to think about and you've got all this week to go in, have a look and have a little think about what you're going to do and sort of get a rough idea of what you're going to do for those few lessons with your classes when they come back. Uh, And so I'm just going to finish by telling you that I've had a little think about what I'm going to be doing with my classes when I go back so that you've got an idea of what I've planned as an example. So when I go back with my classes the first week, I'm going to do a little bit of something on um, Mother's Day. The week after, I'm going to do a bit of a review lesson, uh, looking at what they've been learning uh, for spring one and covering some of that key language and seeing how they've got on with that and then um, my third lesson I'm going to do an Easter themed lesson I've yet to pick out the finer details but that's my general plan so just to give you an idea of what I'll be doing and hopefully that will give you some uh, ideas of what you can do as well okay
0: Brilliant. I think a lot of teachers I've spoken to recently have been they've been worried about what's lost uh, worried about the progress that's made in schools um So it's going to be about finding out what's lost. I think that's the key. I think the sooner you can dive into that and find out what is lost, how much is lost, and the sooner you can get it all back and do some retention work, do some, and then add some creativity on top of that. And this is probably my, my perspective is probably more looking at those schools that have non-specialists that are going to be teaching it. I'm probably looking, looking at it from more from that angle. And I'd say Catherine's angle is more looking at it. If you are the teacher inside the school to all the classes and you have the choice the different things there's different scopes there's different angles in here um, it's not just a one one fits all model we we provide as a company uh, and i'm sure those of you that are members know that as well so don't hesitate to get in touch um if you're on the whatsapp group don't hesitate to post on there lots of good ideas are shared and we're pretty responsive anything else catherine
1: uh, yeah just to really reiterate what, you, what you've what you said there Will um, and it's that what we like to do and I'm sure those of you that have had tours with me um, you know that we always say we're giving you these options um, but you know your children better than we do, we'll give you these options and then you go away and you've pick out what you feel comfortable with what you know your children will enjoy um and you make that decision and know that we're here to support you and that if you Mm. need anything you can get in touch and we will help you so please do get in touch if you have any questions or or any concerns please um let us know uh, and then we can help okay
0: absolutely absolutely all right is that the end of the Podcast number one, version two, Catherine.
1: It certainly is. <laughs> yeah. All oh,
0: right. Wow. Okay. Cool. Right. So there'll probably be one every newsletter. That's how we envision it. Hopefully, we'll be in the same room recording soon. Uh, restrictions allow us. We might be in back in the office,
1: yep. <laughs> um,
0: which should be awesome. But for the time being, I think this is good. This is good. Uh, thank you very much if you've made it this far. If you're listening, um, feel free to share this. Comment to us respond to us and we will if you want to say anything in particular we will mention it in the next podcast um you want to create some some sort of form of like dialogue in terms of using or what your plan we want to know what your plans are essentially we want to know what what are you planning to do so if you've listened to this podcast and you're this far then get back in touch with us and tell us so we can feed it back to the community
1: absolutely and, it,
0: uh, and that's it i think Um so um thank you very much guys and we will see, speak to you soon uh, thanks, thanks everyone Good luck. All right. Bye-bye.